Welcome to the Unaccepted Podcast, the podcast for car enthusiasts and anime fans. I'm your host, Tony. And I'm Annie. And we do not have Leo today. And I'm not going to bother with the impressions for him. Oh, I was actually going to ask if you were going to do one. (laughs) I'm I'm too exhausted for that shit right now. (laughs) Well, see, every time somebody does an impression, I I sound clip that and I record it into this lovely little sound bank I have. Hey, nice, nice. (laughs) We'll have to just get somebody really good with those like uh, those auto tunes. Mm -hmm. And we'll make a funny video out of it one day. Hey, just like (laughs) bloopers or something. Something like that. Something like that. In song form. In song form. Yeah. Just we'll do like a mash, like a mashup of like just like different words as, as they're said. Yeah, basically. That would be dope. <laughs> One day in the archives of this podcast, we will we will we will make it. <laughs> I'd be down for that, actually. All right. Well, we will try to have Leo on next week. Um why did he not come again? Uh, apparently he has a big leak in his house, so he's working on that. Got it. He's got to rebuild, or the roach will come in and fight him. I think the roach will win. I'm sorry. <laughs> the roach will win. The would win? All he needs to do is fly in the air a little bit, and Leo just runs away. Is that winning, though? He ran from the fight. All right, I guess so. All right. Well, like I said, we'll try to have him on again next week uh, while he deals with the with the battle for the roach. But for now, we'll we'll go ahead and move on from there. Uh, Manny, you went to the Pomona swap meet today or today? Yesterday? Yesterday. Yes, I did. I went to the Pomona Classic Car Swap Meet and Car Show. How was that? Did you find anything for the El Camino? Not really. And that was a letdown. Okay. So my day uh, my day actually started at like at 2.30 a.m. Got ready. No. But before that, I just focused on like checking the El Camino, like fluids, everything looks good. Did a fresh oil change on it. Because I don't put too much miles on it, but it does concern me like, like Tony, like, here's the question for you. I don't drive the El Camino that much. But how often should I change the oil on it then? I mean, if you want to be by the book, I I believe it's six Not months. Not by the book, but like your opinion, basically. My opinion? Yeah. I mean, like, low-key, if it's something like that, I might do it, fuck, every eight months. <laughs> every eight months, okay. Maybe I'm a bad car owner, but I'll tell you right now, the Fox body... That was eight months before that I changed the oil. Before I changed the oil, yes, mm-hmm. I went eight months. <laughs> okay, not maybe bad. I'm a bad car guy, but I mean, it's it's been running fine, and that's how I've been. I've owned that car and done it this way for a very long time because it doesn't get a lot of miles on it. Yeah, and that 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 it, it's always been on like lingering in the back of my head, but I always forget about it when I want to ask somebody. Like I I don't drive it that often, so how many miles? How often should I change the oil, basically? Yeah, and I, I want to say it's like uh, six months if you're doing months. things, quote, by the book. By the book, okay. Yeah, but I've stretched it eight, nine, and then do it. Okay. Yeah, so I just checked fluids and everything. Uh, I did want to do a, like a... I did want to do like a radiator fluid flush on it and change the thermostat. But I got super lazy just because like the weather was just like not working for me. And I didn't want to move it around when it was raining. Okay. So I was like, fuck it, I'll just do the oil change and I'll just check to see everything's good in condition. Yeah, everything was still good. It has been a while since I turned it on, so I did notice like the battery was kind of like low on power. So I let it I let it idle for like you had 15 minutes and after that had no issues with it so my day started at 2 30 a.m on sunday picked up my girlfriend lizeth and from there we just went on our way picked up some snacks energy drinks and other goodies before we got to the the pomona fairplex 
And I always forget, and I know I shouldn't forget, like, fair food is expensive. (laughs) (laughs) We literally just, like, it it was still dark, so we just, like, walked around, wandered a little bit before we actually did some actual sightseeing. And then, like, there was this barbecue spot at one of the at one of the places uh, there. So I'm like, fuck it, let's just get some, like, barbecue breakfast burritos. Two burritos, I'm pretty sure you can guess how much I spent just on two burritos alone, Tony. Two burritos, I don't know, 20 bucks? More. Damn, 30. A little bit more. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah, 35 bucks for just two burritos. And it's it's my fault because I always forget like how expensive that shit gets is for fair food. So I was like, fuck, I could have just like stopped at a, like McDonald's or something like right. Like it's like down the street from the entrance for the car show area for the Pomona classic car swami. And but yeah, I forgot about that. So. After that, I mean, like we started to wander around, look at all the cars that are already pulling in. For the most part, it was still dark a lot because the the entire day was just cloudy. So like there wasn't that much sunlight. So. And then once we once it was like around like good visibility and everything, just like actually like see see around and see ahead of us. That's when I decided to like wander through each aisle of the of the Swamit section. In hopes to find anything that I would be interested in to purchase for the El Camino. I was looking for turn signal switches, uh, rear and front bumpers. Uh, let's see what else. I was also looking for tail lights because, again, uh, the tail lights that I have on the El Camino, one side is an actual El Camino tail light, while the other one is a Nova tail light. It was uh, Alex that told me when he did the wiring that he, that he told me about that situation. I was like, what the fuck? but honestly i just couldn't find anything everybody like all like the big name shops or anything that have like inventory stuff for for el caminos and uh, for just like classic car part car parts they either they did have el camino stuff but not for the specific year for me so most of the time i just saw like all el camino parts 64 to 66 i was like you guys don't have anything for 68 Nah, we didn't bring it. It was just too much. I was like, shit, okay. I know I can buy this stuff online, but like it kind of like gives you a little bit more satisfaction just buying it more in person, having it in your hands already when you purchase it. I don't know if you feel the same, Tony, but that's just me. Honestly, it kind of depends on what I'm buying. Yeah. There's some things I'm 100% okay. Just do it online. I don't need to see nobody. <laughs> yeah. But no, there I, is... I, there is some other things where I kind of like to be there and look at it, check it out, and not have to wait for it. Mm-hmm. I think me on my end, it's just that I get lazy thinking about buying online. Whereas like if I see it in person, okay, I got to buy it now out of impulse, basically. Okay, so kind of force yourself into that impulse buy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, All right, I guess I can see that. Yeah, yeah. online, you kind of have to go specifically looking for it. And, you know, if you go for specifically looking for it, you could get out of hand and end up <laughs> end up spending a lot more. A lot more. But again, like in my case, I just get lazy thinking about going online to buy it. Whereas when I see it in person, I have finally have that motivation to get it right there on the spot out of impulse. Okay. And yeah, next thing you know, uh, I went to the Pomona Classic Car Swap Meet um, official booth or whatever. Uh, bought an El Camino t-shirt. And next thing you know, other people saw that I was buying the El Camino t-shirt. So they came up to me and asked me, like, you got an El Camino? I was like, yeah, I got an El Camino. And I found out that most of them were also El Camino owners. And they were also telling me that they're, struggle- they're struggling also to find car parts or just parts in general for El Caminos because no one really didn't bring it. Uh, no one did bring anything, honestly. It was more like the flat, the actual like main flagship cars, Impalas, your like your fifties classics, Cadillacs, all that stuff. There was, like I said, there was parts for El Caminos, but not for specifically the years that we were looking for. Yeah. 
or just in general, they didn't even have any parts for El Caminos. So uh, for the most part, I just like, okay, um, give a business card so I can just look online, see what you got and everything. So yeah, so uh, the majority of the time, it was more like a uh, scavenger hunt of just business cards for like, so I can check it out later. Okay. And I did find a shop that was there. And I started talking to the guy about restoring the 82 Toyota pickup that I picked up early, uh, a while ago. So he just told me, just contact us. And if you want to bring it to the shop so we can tell you what's going to, what, what's it going to be, or if you want to send pictures or videos. So I'll probably take a look at them, see what they can tell me about that. Okay. Like a full resto or just like certain things? Full resto. Full resto. Okay. I thought you and your dad were planning to rebuild it. Uh, no, the plan was to go halves on the restoration. Got it. Like, he's even told me, I feel more excited helping you with this than your El Camino. I love your El Camino, but I feel more excited on the 82 Toyota pickup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my dad, my, I mean, I, I don't know if it really is just a Latino thing, but he's, he's, he got excited when I got the Toyota pickup. Okay. It's because you're going to resto a whole new work truck for him. No, 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 no. (laughs) not this one. It's a 22R, so it's carbureted, and it's uh, four-wheel drive as well. So that's going to be a fun resto, especially to go cruising and stuff. Definitely, definitely. And from what Leo tells me, that thing is worth money, especially. So I'm excited for that. Um, but for the most part, I mean, that's what I just got just a t-shirt. I really, I really couldn't do much. So the rest of the day was just more just sightseeing and everything. Just walking around sightseeing, getting my cardio for the week, for the week, honestly. (laughs) And after that, I mean, I just had home, had left like around 11, got home. Went to go get dinner and just do some Halloween costume shopping for Halloween coming up. There it yeah. is. That was that was so, my Pomona class car swapping experience at the moment. So what time did you end up leaving? Like around 11. That is a long ass day. Well, we did a lot of walking. I will tell you that. That is a long ass day. <laughs> <laughs> I probably didn't sleep till midnight, actually. So, been up since two thirty a.m. and going to sleep at midnight. Doing too much, Manny. It is what it is. <laughs> All right. Well, damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. I think that's why I'm not going to the Pomona Swap Meet because I'm not building a classic, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of in the camps like, I don't want to get up that early for that, man. I mean, you really don't even have to get up early. You can just show up, chill there for a bit, and just take off whenever you want. I live too far to be casual like that. Just think of the road trip. No. I do a road <laughs> trip every day for work. <laughs> I'm always doing road trips. Sick of it. All right. So Halloween is coming. And Manny, you wanted to kind of go through a couple of the upcoming events? Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So, so far, I've I've seen two events. Kind of interesting. For sure, I won't be able to go because I already have stuff planned for those days. But first, if anybody's interested, we got Tenoshi Nights. Uh, it's going to be in Menifee now because uh, I guess Monster Snow moved or if they have a second location in Menifee now. So they have a second location in Menifee now. Okay. That confirms my my doubts on that. But yeah. So if anybody's interested, this Saturday, October 22nd in Menifee uh, from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. They're also going to do a truck or treat. So bring out some candy, decorate your trunks and everything, and enjoy some anime car meets for Tenoshi Nights. Which we haven't gone to in a while, huh? To Tenoshi Nights? Yeah. 
Um, I went to the, I think it was the first one they did, or the second one they did in Manaphy. Okay. That's how I know it's another Monster Snow. <laughs> okay. Not bad, not bad. But yeah, I what'd went you, to What do you think one. of the parking setup there, though? Um, Because we not, do talk about that sometimes with these meets, the parking setup. Yeah, this one wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad. No, no, it wasn't too bad at all. But when I, would I say went, it's a little bit shorter aisle wise. It is. It is. But there's not a lot of uh, islands at the Menifee location. Yes, that is definitely true. Because the islands always make it look smaller, honestly. Yeah. Well, but it just what did... keeps everybody more separate than they need to be. Mm-hmm. But with the this like new location, like what did you? How did you feel about the overall vibe there? Um, I mean, it was fine. I don't think it was anything bad or nothing. Just, uh, I guess it's different because, like, back when we used to go a lot, we knew everybody. <laughs> that, that's that's what I was gonna get at. It's kind of like cycled into a whole new group of people, kind of thing. It definitely has because when I went last time, and that was back in August, it it just felt. I mean, it was fun. It was interesting. Nice location. But it definitely felt different because I didn't know anybody there. So I honestly felt like a stranger there. Yeah. And I mean, in all reality, it's we've been saying it since we started this podcast. It's It's been growing. It's been growing. It's been growing, you know? Uh-huh. And with growth, that's bound to happen, you know? You're not going to know everybody forever, especially if, especially with the type of break we took from it. We did. We did. Because we did take a pretty big break from, from going like as consistent as we used to. Yeah. And then for the other one, if anybody's also interested, this one's going to be in Anaheim. So if anybody in Anaheim or uh, OC area is interested, this is a uh, Cali Yoda's presents trucker treats or trucks and treats because they focus more on like Toyota pickups and everything uh, and Tacomas and everything. So it's a charity trucks or treat event. their second annual. I went last year, but I went in the El Camino because they said all, all models welcome. It doesn't have to be exclusive to Toyotas. And that one's going to be in Anaheim again, October 29th. So literally the weekend of, of Halloween from 6 to 9 p.m. And they'll be doing a best rig decoration, raffle prizes, and costume contests. And that one was actually pretty fun, just seeing all the different types of Tacomas, I mean, and pickups. Uh, not gonna lie, a lot of them did look the same, but it was kind of interesting seeing all the decorations. <laughs> all right, cool, cool. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think it's well established that uh, I just don't care for pickup trucks too much. <laughs> only for towing needs. Yeah, and that's only because I have to. <laughs> <laughs> like, the only reason I haven't sold that truck and gotten like a, I don't know, an SUV? I think I'd prefer to be in an SUV than a truck. Mm-hmm. I don't like SUVs much either, but yeah, the only reason I haven't gotten rid of the truck is because after putting all that work to swap the motor in, I kind of feel like, you know, that, that truck owes me. <laughs> it owes you? It owes me some fucking labor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to wanna... put some labor on it, bring it to our, our yard. We could probably put it to use. <laughs> that is true. That is true. But yeah, I just, after all the work and money, extra money that I didn't want to spend on that fucking truck, not that I spent a lot of money. Extra unexpected money. That's really what it was, right? Because I was trying to cheap out on that truck and not spend on it because I don't like trucks. As long as you kept it maintained, that was your idea. Yes. And then having to put a whole new motor in it, I'm like, no, 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 no. You owe me labor. <laughs> it owes me labor. I got to beat on it for a little while. I got to, you know, put some work through it. 
And then when I feel like I've gotten that work out of it, I could let somebody else enjoy the fruits of my labor, you know? Yeah. Like I didn't want to put a brand new motor, do all that work for somebody else to kind of enjoy the labor afterward. And I just, you know, spent money on it. Fuck that. It's more of a grudge than anything. (laughs) Nice. So I think once I got that, definitely getting rid of the truck though. I don't know. Maybe I'll give it to my pops or something. He's out there in the South. I'm pretty sure he can use a truck over there. Is he enjoying the crown of Vic you gave him though? Dude, it is still putting around. Nice. He is. Uh, he's out here in California and leaving New Arkansas again tomorrow. Nice. So it has made a couple of trips back and forth from Arkansas to California. After I put 50,000 miles on it, commuting for work. Um, and I bought the fucking car for three grand. Nice, nice. That is a that is a fucking tough little car, man. <laughs> and what did it how much did it have? Would it have like seven thousand idling hours? I think it did. I remember something like that. Like it is just ridiculous that that thing is still alive, man. So, I don't know. New respect for those fucking two-valve motors. I never really thought super highly of them. They were always kind of like the red-headed stepchild of the Mustang motors and stuff. Yeah. But after seeing how fucking reliable they are in that fucking Crown Vic, dude, you could probably beat the fuck out of a two-valve and keep it running forever. <laughs> Like, super impressed with it. So, yeah. Do you miss the Crown Vic, though? Uh, no. (laughs) I miss not having the car payment. (laughs) That is true. But no, I wouldn't say Maybe in a few months, you'll have another car payment. No, I don't think so. Oh, I beg to differ with me and Leo. Uh, Who's got the over? Who's got the under? Uh, that's for you to find out when it actually happens. If it happens, fuckers. When it happens. <laughs> All right. Whatever. We'll see. <laughs> but no, I don't. I don't miss the Crown Vic. I just miss not having the car payment. But no, the car did its job. It's still doing a job. So I mean. Honestly, that car could die at any point, and I think I don't think anybody would be mad. Nice, nice. Well, maybe my dad if he's on his way to California or Arkansas, but <laughs> he might be a little bit mad for a little while. <laughs> All right. Um, other news, Manny. Uh, my Fox body passed smog yesterday. Hey, let's go. Yeah. How many old Fox bodies can still pass smog? That's a good question. Yeah. How did I do it? Nobody knows, but it passed. (laughs) So I got to make some time to go get my stickers. Nice, nice. Yes. And I think I'm going to change up my exhaust again. I'm going to hunt down some like OEM mufflers. I truly am getting old because God damn, that fucking thing is loud and I'm kind of getting annoyed by it. <laughs> so nice, it's kind of, nice. it's kind of funny when I think about how it used to be like what, five years ago. Yeah. When I didn't have mufflers, didn't have cats And all I ran was a straight H pipe to resonators. Okay. I do remember that. And that shit was stupid fucking loud. I drove it like that everywhere. But with pride. Fuck, dude. What is wrong with me? (laughs) (laughs) Shoot. I drove it as a daily like that for a little while. From... Rivers or no from upland to 
Woodland Hills to Garden Grove. Every fucking day. I can't believe that shit. Nice. After after they got taken off and I put a, I mean, gutted X-Pipe. Gutted BBKA, catted X-Pipe. Uh, and some actual mufflers. It was still fucking loud. Now, that's what it's on right now. And I'm fucking... It had the flow masters. I changed them out to magna flows to try to quiet it down, and it's still too loud for me. Even with magna flow? Even with magna flows on it right now, I'm kind of annoyed by it. So I always thought magna flow was kind of quiet. They are quieter because I had these, what is it, the super 40s flow masters, the fucking cheap loud ones? Yeah, the super 40s. Yeah, I had those on there. Before that was the resonators. Before that, I actually had some Bassanis on it. I think I've went through like six or seven different exhausts on that car. <laughs> so it's yeah, no, I'm I'm putting some stock mufflers on it. I'm over it. So that'll be the first little quest it does after I get my tags uh picked up. Nice. Yes, sir. So we're going to be back to driving around and then the rain's going to hit and I'm not stop driving it again. <laughs> <laughs> this is a kind of is the cycle, right? It is. It is. All right, Manny. So next topic. So this one's a little bit odd, but uh, I don't know. I feel like I, I, I wanted to show you this on the screen for this okay. one. This is the brand new Cadillac, which is going to be hand built to order at $300,000. Oh, Cadillac, you know, GM, Chevy. <laughs> does that, you know, does Cadillac ring $300,000 to you? I mean, it says luxury, but I don't know about that high. Well, yeah, that's that's the whole thing. So, like, reading the article from what they've been trying to present it and advertise it as and everything is they're trying to compete with Rolls-Royce and Bentley. And I, I just don't see it. I can't see it because we have, I mean, like, Rolls-Royce already has that. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The name recognition. The name recognition because we know that their shit is hand built, and even if they give like a ba- uh, like what what's the price for like a base Rolls Royce? Like I can't fuck if I know. But not every, not all Rolls Royce are the same. Each one is customized to a customer's order. From paint, leather, interior, everything. Is all custom to designated for a specific customer. Is Cadillac going to try to compete with something like that? It sounds like it. it's going to be built to order and hand built. And I guess they're trying to take advantage of the change happening with everybody going into EV to try to make this happen. Yeah. So this is going to be a four seater. Everybody gets Captain. Bucket chip, bucket seats. It's a very odd hatchback. You know what it kind of reminds me of? Those child- uh, SVX, old SVX Subarus. Mm-hmm. You remember those? They kind of had that weird retro 80s look to them. It almost looks like it went like it did like a uh, chop top uh, job on it. I don't know. It's like they wanted a B wagon without bean wagon and still be sedan <laughs> i don't know the the rear just looks weird uh-huh it does it does it, it stands out because it looks weird not because it looks nice but it's gonna be three hundred thousand dollars limited production hand-built four-seater blah 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 blah. all-wheel drive 600 horsepower and 300 mile range okay so they're trying to like utilize getting that uh and, and given that chevy has a bit more experience with ev than 
Rolls Royce and Bentley. So maybe they figure if they get out ahead, maybe they can kind of like establish that spot before those luxury models catch up in technology. Right? Because I guess that would be the benefit. That it could GM... be a step forward towards luxury and EV for Cadillac, but it's still going to be a hard competition for Rolls Royce. Well, yeah, hard competition to try to compete with Rolls Royce for damn sure. So I looked it up. Uh, MSRP, so base prices, because this is base. These are just base prices um, before the customization and everything. So probably the cheapest one would be for base price would be. $340,000. Okay. So, yeah, so they're, they're in ballpark. Go... Yeah, ballpark around there, honestly. I remember I was reading an article that someone actually crushed up a bunch of diamonds into powder, into like basically grains, and they had it mixed it in the paint. So the paint had diamonds Damn, Stu- uh, the money thrown away, but that, that's that's it's it's interesting. Sure, <laughs> but when you got money, you got money. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, there's a lot of weird, and I mean, I we can go into that kind of stuff, but honestly, who really cares? Mm-hmm. Different little unique things and patented. Uh, um one of one off little things that it does but i think it's interesting that they're trying to make these moves and we kind of already knew that gm was going to be getting aggressive in a lot of these things right yeah because we remember they uh changed their logo they really went for that appliance logo right they're kind of been forefronting a little bit of the ev stuff given that they didn't do too great and they let ford catch up to them with the Mach-E. But it looks like they're really trying to reach into every single area they can. So I decided to Google something a little bit. And there was a $28 million Rolls Royce. And the ones who bought it was actually Beyonce and Jay-Z. Wow. Yeah. That's, I don't know, ridiculous amounts of money. It is, it is. So, in going with what I was saying about GM kind of reaching into every little nook they can, right? hmm So, GM is now also entering into the energy business. So, like home, home batteries like Tesla. Yep. So, they're calling it Ultium. They're going to have different branches of Ultium Home, Ultium Commercial, and Ultium Charge 360. So, I guess the goal is to try to keep away from generators um, and get EV, EV ownership more affordable. So, it looks like uh, they're taking their company. They're going to do, they're actually forming these new businesses right under under a new business name called gm energy and this is going to be all they're all going to offer like integrated energy management is what they're calling it okay so they're trying to figure out ways to lower the cost and i'm wondering like okay is this going to be stuff that they do their own their own brand of charging stations like Tesla has their setups, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Or is this going to be something they're going to go and like, you know, when you go into Home Depot and they have all the solar guys there? Yes. So you're going to go into a car dealership to buy a car and you're going to have Ultium battery and charging stations guys trying to sell you a charging station for your house with your car. Yeah. So it's all underneath the same thing and it's, Honestly, it is kind of smart. You figured if you're going to supply the car, people are going to look for chargers. People are going to look for ways to maintain and and everything, right? Exactly. If you start monopolizing them into it, then maybe people feel a bit more comfortable to do it because they know it's all all all-inclusive package, right? Mm -hmm. 
And they wouldn't venture off because they know, oh, as long as I buy a GM electric car and I use GM charging and all this stuff, everything's going to work and it'll all work out, right? Yeah. Kind of like how Apple does. Right? Yeah, Apple, Apple will sell you the accessories that work with Apple. They'll sell you the phone and the apps that only work with Apple. They're not going to let these third-party developers into their app store because it's not made by Apple, right? Yeah, and pl plus the iOS is a closed system. Yeah, everything's everything's closed. They don't even use actual text messages. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like if they keep everybody there, maybe they're hoping they can kind of like keep everybody there and close them off. Since we're talking about Apple, do you want to know something interesting? What's that? When you watch a movie, and this is Apple literally paid for this. When you watch a movie. And you and on the movie or show shows that they're texting on a uh, texting on a, on a smartphone. And if you see green bubbles, because we know like Apple has the blue bubbles and Android has the green bubbles, correct? Uh-huh. If you ever see someone getting text messages with green bubbles, they are actually the antagonist of whatever the show, movie, or, or film is. So Apple paid money to make sure that no one who is an antagonist villain it will ever be featured with an iPhone. That is so dumb. <laughs> so if you if you're confused on who the bad guy is and who the good guy is, you pay attention to see how their uh, what their text bubbles are. That is so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I found that to be interesting when I found that out. So so dumb. I know. <laughs> Just another reason why I will never buy an Apple product. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, uh, what was I saying? Ultium. So Ultium is gonna be this new business, and it's super interesting that they're kind of running through this this way of it. Because in all reality, there are charging stations. There are, what is it? Go EV is one of the brands. And I can't even think of the other ones. Yeah. But I'm wondering if a big manufacturer funds their own charging station. If that would actually like bring availability up. I think it would. Right, because they're I'm sure they gotta be a much bigger bankroller than some of these other charging stations, right? Yeah. And probably a bigger bankroller than fucking Tesla. And you have you have this uh this brand almost everywhere throughout the country. So it's it's gonna be a need, honestly. Mm-hmm. So the last thing would be is like, are they gonna be like exclusive? Oh, that's a good question. Right. Or are they going to offer charging? That's something with a universal, like some kind of universal inputs. Yeah. For the connections. Yeah. 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 So if you offer universal inputs, you start grabbing everybody else in there, but if they're able to get big enough, right. And that goes back to the Apple theory, right? Yeah. If they're if they get big enough and make their own stuff unique to where it doesn't be compatible with everybody else's standards, then maybe they can try to build that customer base early and keep them in that bubble. I can keep see them it. in I that comfort bubble, right? Yeah. So I mean, it's interesting. You never know. They, it, I don't think it's a F, I don't think it's a good business practice. I think it's really. Shitty. <laughs> but it could be possible, right? Yeah. Kind of unless they uh the government steps in, like how um I think it was I can't remember which country, but it was in Europe where they ordered um Apple to use type C connections that they couldn't use type uh lightning connections anymore for their Apple products. Oh, and I think they got charged like what was it 15 million dollars or something because they didn't offer chargers with their product exactly yeah 
but it's also even even comes down to like the texting thing like you were mentioning uh mentioning earlier about apple in the the blue dot and the green dot oh yeah yeah and android is calling out uh apple about the discrimination between green bubble and blue bubble well i don't know about that part of it but i was just saying basically like uh Apple does their stuff through a digital cloud. So their, quote, text messages are more like emails. They're not really text messages, right? Mm -hmm. And the reason they can't text message the same way with, like, Android phones is because Apple hasn't adopted the RCS system. Mm -hmm. And the RCS system is like a full encrypted um, text messaging system not an online email like apples iMessage is basically emails yep so when so since iPhones can't do RCS text messaging they have to use the super outdated old school SMS text messaging and it's like everywhere in the world and every other phone company and everybody uses the standard of RCS except for Apple but they keep their customer base in such a bubble that they keep them there and they don't have to switch out. And that's why they have to use the outdated old shit whenever they communicate out to another phone. Yeah, it's, it's basically a cult. The Apple, the Apple community is a cult. Oh, fuck yeah. So I wonder if, is there going to be a GM electric car cult? <laughs> I mean, we have... Because like, we know, we have you know our Tesla's been trying for it for a while and he's doing yeah. a good job. I think I think Musk has a pretty decent cult as well, right? He does, honestly. <laughs> he really does. Stop picking on my billionaire. Like it's fucking yeah. His cult's fucking insane too. And kind of goes back like Tesla has their own charging stations, right? Yeah. They have their own power system. You can get fucking I think they do solar panels, right? They do. And like they the do. battery and the, the batteries for storage and everything. Yeah. So it's like GM's kind of doing this the same way Tesla is when Tesla has like a little cult, but GM has a lot more money to force their way in. And then Tesla also has, a, or Elon also has the Starlink, the satellite and Wi Fi internet connection. Yeah. Which apparently they're teaming up with T Mobile actually. Really? Uh, basically, uh, I saw this article a while ago. Uh, T-Mobile and Elon are going to link, uh, basically collab with each other for Starlink and the T-Mobile services so they can eliminate date, uh, dead zones connections. Okay, interesting. Yeah, so I'm excited to see how that's going to play out later on. Especially since I have T-Mobile. Yeah. Okay, I actually use T-Mobile too. Nice. Cool, no more dead zones about goddamn time. <laughs> <laughs> right? No, I don't know. I don't run into that too too often. I kind of do, especially since I drive a lot for deliveries and stuff, and next thing I find myself in areas where there's just no signal whatsoever. Oh, yeah, but you're going into like those super sketchy hey don't worry about we're growing over here <laughs> boy like you're out in the middle of the desert nowhere <laughs> yeah that, that is true so okay so you'll actually have a, a signal to call us in case an emergency <laughs> right well great i'm happy for that manny <laughs> <laughs> We'll get less messages of like, hey, he, here's my GPS coordinates in case something happens. Yeah, right. Oh, man. All right. Um, I got a little update to the story we did about that. Uh, that uh, end line. Was it uh, Elantra? Oh, yes, yes, yes. So we, we didn't talk about where the stop happened. Mm hmm. Take a guess of what city or county it happened in. L.A. No. In California? It, it was here in California. Remember, that's what the, okay, okay. the bar, supposedly the bar and the cops started popping off about it's going to cost them 4000 7000 whatever, right? 
Sacramento or San Francisco? Nope. So this actually happened in hometown Riverside. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're all fucked, Manny. We are. We are. I mean, I'm not surprised Riverside's gotten fucking aggressive as hell with this kind of shit. But this is a little bit excessive. This is ridiculous. It, it really is. So, like, the car is literally stock. Yeah, it, it's factory. And it's kind of like... And, and I can attest to this because, like I mentioned just literally minutes ago, right? I have driven my Fox body with no cats, H-pipe, and resonators. And for those that don't know resonators only combat a certain sound from happening they don't muffle at all <laughs> yeah and i used to drive that thing everywhere i don't have window tints on that car the paint is not factory it is wild as hell i got stickers all over it you have a Shoot. nos bottle showing i was gonna say i commuted with a nos bottle in my hatch mounted on a bracket again no window tints. You could see that thing from my fucking hatch window. <laughs> Did you have the blowtorch also showing? No, 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 no. They just might think that's drugs at that point, but <laughs> <laughs> but no, I never once got a ticket. I got pulled over once for admiration, basically just to compliment the car. Never gotten pulled over. I've I've been in a different one, a different Mustang as well. And I blew past a cop in a, uh, not residential, but residential adjacent. It was not the freeway. And I was doing like 80. And they pulled me over and gave me a warning and I never got a ticket. I've never, never gotten a ticket in my Mustangs. I've been driving Mustangs and driving like an asshole and had mufflers and missing cats and illegal smog items on these things for shit 15 years now maybe more than 15 years now shit so like there's a bias this is a elantra was he gonna pull over a fucking corvette was he gonna pull over a fucking uh gt350 you know what i mean yeah Bull fucking shit. This is bullshit. <laughs> no, it definitely is biased. Absolutely it is. So it, it sucks that it's happening right here in Riverside County. So you remember when we got pulled over with your type R? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was cruising. <laughs> we were literally cruising at the speed limit, too. So it, it's like, yeah, there's that. And you know what? That was in Riverside. It was. That was in Riverside. So it's like, dude, it's literally, literally a definitely targeted bias against a certain group of us car enthusiasts. It does. That's not to say you can't get a ticket in a fucking Mustang. You know, you you play the dickhead card enough, you're gonna get you're gonna get it back for sure. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. But there is definitely it's not, it's definitely not done to the same amount so yeah this was in Riverside this is definitely a story I want to kind of keep up on and see if he gets his registration like unsuspended or whatever I guess it's been suspended now right And how, uh, we, how long was it suspended for we talked about this last time no it's still suspended as far as I know about how long so far Um, I think it's been like a couple weeks a couple weeks okay I thought it was longer than that no, 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 no. So I, I'm going to do some uh, some snooping, see if I can find another update to that article or update to that Reddit post, you know? Yeah. But, geez, man, like, it had to be here in Riverside. Damn it. <laughs> so be ready. At least, uh, like I said, the ratio is slightly more in your favor with the Mustang and the El Camino. For sure, the El Camino, because it's it's a classic at that point. Yeah, I'm hoping the cops get dumb enough where they think the Fox body is a classic and they just don't. <laughs> that thing Who looks knows? old as fuck. It's 
got to be a classic. It probably doesn't even need smog. <laughs> at least that's that's uh that's my hopeful mindset at least what year is it again uh 88 88 okay yeah so i don't know this type this type of thing makes me feel like maybe i shouldn't have spent the time to get this car passed on smog Maybe I should have made use of that truck and took a drive to Arkansas and registered both of them out there. Yeah. I figured if I register both of them out there, I get my license out there. And then I'm just visiting California when I'm driving it. Yes, visiting. Yes, absolutely. So, I don't know. We'll see. This maybe I know I said it last year, but it just keeps getting worse, so maybe this will be the last time I smog here. Okay. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. But uh, I think with that, Manny, let's call this one an episode. Yeah. Why don't you yeah. tell the listeners where they can find us? Yeah, you can definitely find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at UnacceptedPod. And we do have a website, UnacceptedPod.com. And be sure to like, subscribe, leave a review wherever you're listening to these podcasts. Um, you can find us on Spotify. Wait, you did that, huh? No, that was Leo. That is Leo, right? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Um, I don't know if we're on iTunes, but I know it's Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Spotify, Google, um, Google Podcasts. I haven't done this in a while. I'm all rusty on it now. <laughs> Pandora. <laughs> Pandora, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, yeah. Pretty and much keep anywhere. An, yeah, and keep an eye out for a pay-per-view event that we're going to host soon of uh, Leo fighting a cockroach. Nice. <laughs> Love it. And if you want to buy tickets to this event, you can email us at unacceptedpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> and with that, we'll see everybody next Wednesday. Adios.